0: Hi there, you're listening to the Move Happy Movement podcast. On this show, I interview people from all walks of life. Sometimes I do sermons from the divine. In our household, we worship the Holy Trinity. Sometimes I share music with you that's uh, relevant to the topic or designed to help empower you to find happiness from within that uh, I am reminded of to encourage you from a variety of genres of music this morning I was I just had woken up and I was still really groggy I was praising my savior in my bed and like sitting up in a sitting position and I was nodding off I could tell I was still tired as ladies you know we have our our monthlies and. It can it can drain the hormones it can drain the, uh, the iron out and make us a little groggy and whatnot and he whispered to me he said go to your closet i've got a word for you there so i was like all right lord so i get up go walk over to the closet and sure enough he says staying power i said staying power what is that he says that is your next sermon topic so i didn't even really know that was, it reminded me of a car commercial (laughs) that might have been in one a long time ago who knows, so I looked it up so this is the uh, topic of the sermon no pre-planning at all and according to Oxford Languages Online, this is the first definition that popped up the ability to maintain an activity or commitment despite fatigue or difficulty, stamina There's a couple other examples of it. An example of staying power, a long-distance runner with a lot of staying power. Um, Merriam-Webster Dictionary says, the meaning of staying power is the capacity for continuing as an existence, influence, or popularity without weakening. Cambridge Dictionary says, the ability to continue Existing or trying to do something even when this is difficult. The NASDAQ has their own definition of it. The ability of an investor to stay in the market and not sell out of a position when an investment has fallen in in value. Dictionary.com is similar to the first one I read to you. Ability or strength to last or endure. Endurance. Britannica has a definition: staying power, meaning the quality or ability that allows someone or something to continue to be effective, successful, popular, etc., for a long period of time. Collins Dictionary says someone who lacks staying power and persistence is unlikely to make a good researcher. So the opposite be bad researcher. Interesting. father I thank you and I praise you for this opportunity to spread your truth to spread your love around the world to help those to help reach those that are suffering with their mental illness that are suffering with real-life tragedies and are thinking terrible thoughts or know someone that are thinking terrible self-harm thoughts father we desire to reach those people to bring them hope truth your scriptures guide this conversation father I pray this in your heavenly name amen so <clears throat> my mind is very open right now very open and blank which is good I usually have things running in my mind I would say the last five and a half years have been a lot of staying power it is It is unforgettable when you have a personal experience with the Lord. He came. He came into my bedroom. He opened the heavens up and showed me. His glory. Just a bit of his glory. And ever since that day. I have focused as best I can to learn everything I needed to know to help people with depression in my first couple of years I did not want to talk about suicide because I was so sensitive about it I had gotten so close myself from birth control implant that had Caused my mind to lose all rational thought. I was paying for Instagram and Facebook ads, and because that was at the time, that was what leaders uh, on social media said to do. And success leaves clues, so you follow what leaders do. I kept getting DMs from men. With their concerns for their mental illness so I knew that men were my target gender population to service because it was men that were the ones that were reaching out in the beginning but many of these people were struggling with suicidal ideations and I referred them to specialists because I I didn't have the confidence back then to communicate with them Uh, Sometimes men, I remember one guy from Australia, I was sitting on the porch, my address when I lived in Nashville, Tennessee, I remember there was a storm going on, I think it was daytime for him, it was nighttime for me, they're I think 16 hours apart or so, maybe more, and he was a married man and he was struggling with his relationship, and me being, at that time I was a single woman, I was trying my best to not interfere with married relationships and to uh, the conversation at first was concerns about mental health but then it was him being inappropriate which is what I've had to deal with for five and a half years and before that when I first got a smartphone from day one men being inappropriate lying about their race yeah when I first got a smartphone there was a lot of people from Africa that were pretending to be white people and then after they confess that they fell in love with me after seven days. Then they confess that, oh, I'm actually really from an African tribe. And this is my real photo. And, uh, I'd like to come to America and I love you. I'd love to marry you. Oh yes, I'm sure you would. I'm sure you do, but, uh, you can't start relationships with lies and, uh, I remember that gentleman. I was so uncomfortable speaking to that gentleman because at first he got me anteed up to help him with his mental health concerns. But then he was talking sexual inappropriate innuendos. And I said, dude, you're married. And I was trying to help you with your mental health concerns. I'm not trying to get with you from across the world. I've had to deal with a bunch of BS, a bunch of liars, and try to still help these people. <laughs> It's been ridiculous. Ads, when I first did ads on Instagram and Facebook, I wasn't allowed to dispel depression or depressed on a hashtag. They would shut down my ad. So I had to spell it, depressed, D-E-P-R-E-E-S-E-D. I started learning ways around it because the social media apps didn't want anything to do with anybody harming themselves on the app because that's bad PR for the app but I knew there was people that were struggling online that I could reach out to. So I said, all right, Lord, how can I fix this? So I started weekly topics. I can't remember when I started doing that, but I remember I talked to um, Facebook had interviewed me for potentially speaking on stage to help small businesses grow their brands online. Within like four months, of taking it seriously, posting just one post a day, Monday through Friday. And then I started adding blog after that on Saturdays. But for the most part, it was just one piece of content, Monday through Friday. Then I started getting organized with it because I was working in a new job and my stress level was high and I didn't have access. My internet wasn't very good at their place. So I had to get really quick at organizing my content in advance so then I started pre-planning my content. And I tried that for a while and it was it was effective i think everything that i've done has been effective because the lord told me to do it and so then he blesses it how he blesses it but you can learn from other people so i learned from some of my community members as they started seeing my content and i was paying for a lot of ads it wasn't getting me money but it was building the brand presence online that's what it was really doing and helping to build a strong community one of my community members, um, he was from Asia, he uh, started analyzing my content for me. He said, I have some recommendations for you. He said, you can use more hashtags. I said, what do you mean? He says, you can have, um, I think you could have up to 30 hashtags on Instagram at that time. They might have changed it since then. Um, they got bought out a couple times, I think. Face, I think Facebook owns them. I don't know. They've changed their formatting. I'm not too happy with it right now, but back then it was. I was learning it. And, um, my move happy program was fitness related. So my brother recommended that I get a face or get an Instagram channel and that it would do well there. So I started paying for my ads mostly on Instagram. I paid for a couple ads on Facebook and this gentleman gave me some tips. He said, you can use up to 30 hashtags and that will reach more people. I said, it will. He says, yes, you should do more hashtags, make it relevant to your post. I said, Okay. So that helped me to learn a little bit more about what the hashtags were. I didn't want to learn any of this stuff, you guys. I didn't want to do any of this stuff. But I had struggled long enough. And the Lord healed me of suicidal ideations after 18 years of suffering alone. Trying to get help, but people couldn't. They couldn't help me. Because the Lord assigned this mission to me. To be the one to help others with it. And uh, even though I didn't want to, I do it because I'm obedient. And it's, it's unexplainable and unforgettable when the Lord makes His presence known to you. And He's continued to show up for me. Especially when I lose that staying power, when I lose uh, my strength. but He is our strength when we are weak. <laughs> yeah, it was right around that time I started getting requests. Um, when, I think when I left, I was working at house. And I think when I left, I started driving for a Lyft again. The uh, Illuminati people started reaching out in the DMs. And uh, inviting me to join their cult. I said, uh, what is it? Because I would respond to every direct message personally. I handled all everything on social media. I handled it all. I didn't hire anybody for a while. And uh, they said, well, we can't tell you. Unless you join us. I said, well, uh, that's the definition of a cult. No, thank you. And then their messages got erased from my account. They remotely hacked in to my account and erased it. Felonies. That was in 2019. 2018. 2018, they, uh, there was... blog I think in 2018 I had done for a a gentleman I think it was a soccer player, it was a long time ago. I was interviewing different people to be guests in my blog, to, to have an appearance different athletes to share different stories with people to not give up and to encourage people to move in a variety of ways because I know The power of movement, sport, physical activities, exercise, doing things that you enjoy. That was my master's degree, exercise and sports psychology. If you choose movement, you enjoy. It will bring you even more enjoyment and it will help you to uh, create a pattern of behavior within yourself to, to move for the rest of your life, right? Lifetime fitness. That was my goal. Because it's, it's more powerful to move your body. It's more powerful on your depression. The positive effects of, of exercise, movement, sport, anything that moves your body. It is more powerful in the white paper research the meta-analysis. Meaning thousands of studies done and they analyzed them. It's more powerful than any talk therapy or pharmaceutical therapy prescribed by doctors. But the pharmaceutical industry is much more financially backed. So, we're not against pharma, it's not a this or that, it's both. If you're prescribed medication and you believe it will be effective for you, great, there are hundreds if not thousands of different medications for mental illness. Some people need to be on medications. I worked with some of those people. If they were off their medications or if they were cheeking their medications, they became violent. So there is a purpose for some people to be on meds. For some people, they could do natural route. It just depends on the individual and their body's chemical balance. And uh, if you become an athlete of some capacity, if you become a runner, if you become a swimmer, if you become a soccer player, volleyball or baseball or uh, Maybe you're a world-renowned juggler. Whatever the movement is for you that brings you joy. Maybe it's having a variety of it. It can help you have a much stronger staying power with whatever you got going on in your life. I promise you that. Uh, For me, I needed a routine. And so when I lived down in Nashville, I... uh, At first, I didn't have a gym membership because my finances were real tight. I was saving my money and allocating it towards business expenses. But for the longest time, I couldn't even get my driver's license because they required all this different documentation and I was getting mixed information. So I finally, by the fifth trip I took to the DOL, DMV, I emailed their leadership because I was wasting my money in lift drives, I said, I have a job. I have a remote job. I'm trying to get a car, but I can't get a car without a driver's license. And your office is costing me a lot of money, wasting my time. I'm having to take time off of my job in order to go to your facility. And they ran out of the papers. And there was a line out the door. I need assistance. By the fifth time, they knew my name in there. Officer Honeycutt. He said, "Huh, ah, heard about your Move Happy program. I said, "He you did. He said, yeah, I know a lot of officers that could uh, use a Move Happy program. They could get their butts up and moving. <laughs> that gave me the idea to add some sort of program or offering for first responders. I couldn't believe it that they shared... My business, because I said this is stopping me from starting my business because at the ground level for business licenses in Tennessee, at least back then, I don't know if it still is the case. You couldn't get your business license without your driver's license in Davidson County, and I couldn't get my driver's license because the DOL was stopping me from it. So they were essentially stopping me from being able to contribute my business revenues to pay taxes. So that was when they started stepping up their behavior and made sure that they kept everybody accountable. I've had to be very specific with people. I've done everything out of the box and I've done it without business loans or grants. Not because I'm against business loans or grants. I tried to get business loans a couple months ago. Yeah. After a car accident with insurance companies, rich mega insurance companies, fully insured accident wasn't my fault. They have withheld. My medical appointments, they have withheld money from me. They offered a $500 settlement that cost me my job, flipped my money upside down when I was on a mission trip in America to help feed the homeless on my day off. I've tried to be a law-abiding citizen while also trying to grow this business because in America, the rumor is that you can dream big and you can pursue your dreams staying power you have to have staying power if you come from nothing your rags-to-riches story is possible but you have to have staying power so how do you grow it I'm gonna teach you I've shared my journey online I shared in the beginning everything because that was what Gary Vaynerchuk said. Share your journey. Give people insight. Some of your content can be your actual piece of content for whatever your target market is. Some of your content can be behind the scenes where you're showing people what it's like to, you know, like if you have products you're packaging up, show people that you're packaging so that you're a real human, real human business and show them what it looks like, your inventory stock and give them little tips, strategies, whatnot. For me, being a mental health ambassador, um, my behind the scenes was showing my journey. Um, at that time, I was living with a family member and they were a musician getting back into the music scene. And So I was showing behind the scenes of their, promoting their music, getting them back into music. Because these dark, evil people that have infiltrated a lot of our government leadership and paid a lot of money to be able to hack into people's devices and blacklist people that they don't like for whatever reason. They had targeted my family long before I had a smartphone just because they used my family member, used his services, and they didn't like how much attention he got. So they said, nope, we're going to blacklist him now so he can't continue making money in the music industry in that same fashion. He had to shift his whole everything what he did they bullied him and for the longest time he didn't want to speak it out loud what happened he couldn't believe the level of disrespect he had received but he and I have both experienced a lot of disrespect in our lives we have a lot of staying power Growing up in the hood, it teaches you a thing or two about not trusting people. Trust in God. Trust in the Creator. Trust in your Savior, whatever your deity is. We grew up in a church household that worshipped Jesus Christ, the Holy Spirit, the Father of all of us. And these people persecuted us my family in America starting in 2011 you gotta have a lot of staying power if you have a big assignment and I have a very big assignment with my husband he and I married last year I'm a veteran spouse he asked to retire from the organization that protects all presidents of the United States of America he denied being a part of any organization. He denied everything to me. He, did, he didn't tell me who he worked for. I figured it out. I figured it out because Biden's team was much younger. His leadership, the president of the defunded Blackwater Alumni Group, came to the house that I had lived in in 2020 before I met my hero. He sent me to him on purpose. They had used me in the middle of an emergency because they are trying to do the same thing they did to my family member in 2011, 2012, whatever year his song came out, I was a part of, I was a part of it. Yeah, I experienced it. I didn't know what happened till after I found out he stopped sharing his music online, stopped doing music videos. They had bullied him, threatened him threatened it threatened my my family members family they use fear because they worship Baphomet bail the enemy I'm the youngest in my family and I think I have probably the most strongest staying power a lot of that I owe to my mother Because she encouraged me and invited me to go to a lot of workshops, a lot of women's retreats, a lot of church-based trainings. And then when I got into college, I went to a college Bible study group. I went on a mission trip. I started my own Bible study group after I had been raped in college. I stayed plugged in to the church for a majority of my life I spent six six years five years apart from the father after I had been raped and the officer told me I would ruin this man's career if I reported the crime and the university told me I'd be kicked out of college if I shared my thoughts in my own private therapy session because they had liabilities they had to protect the university and cover their asses I've had to tighten up my own thought patterns to protect my own mind and these evil people. After working five part-time jobs with a master's degree and I couldn't pay my bills in America because America fucking sucks because of all the people that have gotten paid outs, the rich high society to sell our information overseas. I decided to get into business And because I refused to join their Satanic cult, they saw my value. They tried to get me to join the Illuminati multiple times. They tried to trick me into joining their group by lying to me about being a part of my church. After a year from a PhD in divinity, told me she was spiritual advisor told me she was a 911 suicide angel spoke to suicide victims that were on their last day told me she was a former NFL cheerleader showed me photos showed me photos of her PhD in divinity I believe it all I believe the enemy uses real Life, smart, evil people. Heavily probably involved in the pharmaceutical industry. They wanted to keep their money in-house. Very heavily connected to a lot of the evil on the Democratic Party. There's some on the Republican side, but many of the Democratic Party have been bought out from this evil Illuminati cult. The man that came to my house in 2020 was paid over a million dollars to have me suck his penis in the middle of the day in public in Nashville, Tennessee. Former veteran first responder. At this point, he was a contractor to protect the top guy. He bragged about it at my house in Woodstock, Georgia. He bragged that he was the top guy that trained all the security people at the university level. And they paid him over a million dollars to ruin my reputation. Why would they do that? Because I had volunteered to sign up for a competition. And when you're in a contest where there's a lot of money at stake, people make stupid decisions. They lose all their values, their ethics, their morals. If they're military trained all they know how to do is follow orders if they don't have a spiritual life if they don't have a deity they worship I couldn't believe it I could not believe the level of disrespect this was in April and I had launched Aaron Nicole ministries in February they had allowed me to launch it with my nonprofit Business partner, active duty female, black female officer, warrant officer. She earned her rank. She served at that point 20 years. She helped me pick the outfit out for the date, the fake date. This man found out about six months later that he was a married man. They had a married man take me on a fake date and asked me to perform oral sex. He would have been added to a pedophile list and I would have been arrested. I had to turn this man down twice. I couldn't believe it. Could not believe it. Staying power. This Illuminated cult, deep state, whatever you want to call them. They are heavily paid out from this pharmaceutical industry. They are heavily paid out from any industry that has a lot of money. If they don't like you, they just pay someone to ruin your life or to have you killed. We are 16 days away, 16 days away from me winning this assignment that the Lord assigned to me in 2018. It's been a three-year contest in the physical realm where I added myself on Veterans Day 2020, officially submitted the letter on the computer that my landlord of Woodstock, Georgia, Diane Skokan had given to me that somehow this president of this defunded Blackwater alumni group had access to. I know he had access to seeing the document because I had typed in that same letter when I was off grid with my hero from Trump's team. He started getting very controlling. He wanted to marry me. He wanted to lock me up. He wanted to stop me completely from sharing my business from posting content. He was trying to protect me Because he knew these people had paid to have me killed and he couldn't understand why I kept being so persistent about it I have I have staying power And when the Lord makes his presence known and tells you your assignment you have to be obedient to the Lord I Put in that letter at the end of the 20 page, 21 page, whatever request to being added as a global mental health ambassador I had put please help me this man is locking me in the house, there's no internet here and he's not allowing me to work on my business next day he told me I was going to be kicked out of the house if I wouldn't marry him I would be kicked out I've had to deal with very controlling men, very controlling men my whole life. And these two men, top security men that protect our presidents, they proved to me that all men are the same. Men that don't have a true relationship with the Father are losers. I don't want anything to do with people like that. Now, I'm I'm called to love everybody. That's what the Lord told me to do, to love everybody and I have Mother Teresa's spirit within me. Now she, if you didn't know her story, I did a whole podcast sermon on her. Because I didn't know too much about her. So I looked it up. She created hospice centers. Or used funding to create them. And she read from the scriptures of people's faith. Their own faith. The Hindu faith. The Buddhism faith. Whatever their faith system was. She read there scriptures to them in their last few days of life she didn't try to convert anyone to Catholicism I have that same part within me and I think that's why the Lord told me that we would be doing annual events where people of a variety of faith systems would be able to worship under one roof in our love tour that's another sermon you can listen to in more depth I've had to deal with a bunch of men and their opinions, their egos, and their military decades of experience. And I respect our military. I have a lot of respect for our military. I tried to join multiple times in my lifetime, but I wasn't allowed to because of medical conditions. I wasted a lot of money, getting a lot of money and time in graduate school, getting the acetylcholine challenge test done. That that recruiter didn't tell me the, all the questions up front. He told me, your, your assignment is to go get this acetylcholine challenge test to reverse the diagnosis, and then we'll take it from there. After that, then he asked me, have you used an inhaler in the last six months? He could have asked me that on that same phone call, but he wasted my fucking money. He didn't give a shit of my situation. He didn't give a shit that I was laid off of my guaranteed teaching job. All he cared about was following his steps. And that's the same thing the social worker did to me two years ago when I requested housing assistance in the middle of an emergency when I got kicked out of this man's house after helping him get housing. And I was rehabilitating from safe housing where people tried to kill me in America. They paid the top security man that protects President Biden. They paid him a lot of money to have me killed. I didn't have residency in the state because I had to leave because of domestic violence because this Illuminati cult deep state hacked into my family's devices and were bothering my family member on purpose, sending messages in the middle of the night. I know it hundred percent know it because a lot of them are in our military. They caused me to move out of that house on purpose. They caused me to separate myself so that I would be isolated in a state that wasn't my residency so they could easily have me disappeared because I refused to join their cult. It's beyond evil. The only person that covered and protected me and trusted me, assumed the best in me, watched me after a year of being separated from me Watched me grow Aaron Nicole Ministries from nothing. We had only a couple hundred dollars donated that year. And I was in slavery to the post office. Forced to work 12 to 14 hour days. Seven days a week. Most weeks. I had to beg for a day off. And I still executed successfully. 11 concerts. In 10 months. Previous Super Bowl performer. Finalists from Team Christina. Team Blake from The Voice. The GMA TV show. Actor from the TV show Nashville. Singer, songwriter. Got her song featured at the VMA Awards. Music professors, I believe from Fisk University if I'm remembering correctly instructor of first responders on bagpipes who works in the aviation industry, did some professor work, Carnegie Mellon University, judge and C-level executive of Costco, NFL player, cybersecurity expert that scanned my computer when I first was targeted. One of the original cybersecurity experts of Apple and Microsoft and Visa. He's worked with very big organizations. They killed him earlier this year. He was going to be my eyewitness in court because he saw my first husband's email address as the attached email for my cloud iCloud in the Apple device. These evil people had either reached out to my first husband and he's involved in this whole thing or they hacked into his device as well. I don't know which, but I made sure I reached out to my first husband and had him reach out to my second, although he thought it was the agent assigned to the case and I sent that message forward to make sure my husband knows what's going on although I can't reach out to my husband I've had to be very particular about how I operate in the last three years of this ridiculous contest my hero of 2020 prepared me for everything it's been absolute hell for me. But that's that's what the Lord assigned me to do. So I've been obedient. I have an incredible level of staying power. I'm not a quitter. I've never quit anything in my life unless it caused me self-harm thoughts. Then I had to walk away from it. And the Lord healed me. Of those hot thoughts completely in 2018, I've had to fake it a few times to get people to wake the fuck up. The level of disrespect I've received from our American military, the evil people that have been bought out by the CCP deep state, top level leaders, just one of the 107 high ranking officers that were paid and involved To have my husband and me killed last year, just one of those officers responsible for 25,000 soldiers, airmen, seamen, and none of them could find us. They shouldn't have needed to find us. We're all Americans, but there is so much anger and hostility from one president. To another president because one president in power right now is abducting children is being paid to abduct and harm the children of the world and the Lord revealed to me that bank account in 2021 and that is when they tried to ruin my reputation and sent the top security man that protected him they sent him to reconnect with me because they knew I had a physical attraction to him now when I think about this man I think about barfing that's that's what I think but I'm trying my best to really get into that mindset of forgiveness because that's that's what my faith system tells me to do to forgive 70 times 7 this has been way worse than any Olympic competition that anybody would ever experience this is way worse than any MCAT test you've had to study and research 4 I will receive 13 honorary PhDs that's what the Lord said I will never be broke again we have 16 days left I have zero income flowing in. I have applied to jobs because I lost my job because of a car accident that wasn't my fault. And because of their rules of being cleared from the doctor's office. The doctor's office prescribed me, after my x-ray, six weeks of physical therapy. But the physical therapy office, which is in their same building, just one door over, had a three-week wait list for new patients. I ran out of money. I had to cancel my appointments. I have been communicating with both insurance companies. My insurance said that I didn't have any PIP coverage. Initially, I believe their account were hacked into. I believe their website was hacked into during the car accident to make sure that I was targeted. Cuz these people on purpose made sure that I was in that car accident. They planned it out. They used AI bots within that person's injection of the jab caused her to go into a trance and hit my car at 80 miles an hour. I survived it because angels came and protected she and I. There was hardly any damage to the vehicles but I was stuck in a very rich town in America and they were all grieving. They didn't provide me any medical services, he asked us on his body cam, do you, do either of you need medical services instead of sending one to check us to see if we experienced any TBI or anything. That is how broke America is right now. And they were dealing with the funeral of a female officer that had been killed days before the Lord sent me on a mission trip. I thought I was going to feed the homeless, but I ended up providing some musical healing For this community, the tow truck driver was friends with that female officer that had been killed an hour away from where my car got hit. The Lord uses all things, the good and the otherwise. It's been absolute hell for me. But I've been able to serve a lot of people despite not receiving how I would desire to be treated as a human being. So it's gotten me extremely feisty in the last few weeks. Some might say, I've turned into an asshole. I don't really give a fuck what you think. I've survived 52 death attempts from this Illuminati that have paid a lot of people to have me killed. They've slandered my name. 18,250 men and five women have slandered my name. And paid, they were paid by our government leaders that have been taking payouts and from people all over the world. They obviously see me as a threat. The Lord assigned me as the person in the world to help people with depression, and I have been blocked from making money for three years. We are sixteen days away, and I have had zero income. It is august first, twenty twenty three as I record this. I've had zero income since July 8th. The only money that came in was emergency money from my mother so my phone wouldn't get shut off and so I could keep paying my car payment and keep being fully insured for an insurance company that ain't doing shit for me. So we're going to be suing all of these organizations involved in the last three years that could have helped me. My husband will make sure we get the top amount of money. I'm sure these organizations will desire to settle very privately out of court and have us sign gag orders. I'll pray on it and see. I'm beyond burned out. I'm beyond what anybody would ever be able to continue persevering through. That is the staying power of the Holy Spirit. The Lord's given me a verse. Philippians is in the New Testament. Philippians four, three. Yes. And I ask you, loyal Yoke Fellow, help these women who have contended at my side in the cause of the gospel among or along with Clement and the rest of my fellow workers whose names are in the book of life. Rejoice in the Lord always. I will say it again, rejoice. Let your gentleness be evident to all. The Lord is near. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and petition with thanksgiving. and the God of peace will be with you staying power means you have to have something within you a foundation within you that keeps you going when you get hit from every single angle because it will happen you will get hit from every single angle I didn't think that they would hit me from every single angle nonstop for three years, but they have. It's been nonstop for the three years of this competition. Anytime I posted anything of joy, anything I shared in my content from prior to entering the competition, I had to learn that I couldn't do what I had been doing before. No one told me there was a contract on my life that they were allowed to steal anything of mine. So they would hack into my device after I would talk about business opportunities I had. Or I would edify people that I met and connected with. And then they would hack in and either tell those people I was mentally insane, suicidal, or they would disconnect their account from me. Block me from receiving messages from them, committing espionage, which are felonies. I didn't realize that entering a contest first in history that they were allowed to commit felonies and get away with it but what I believe the truth is, is that they used me as bait to see how many of these people have been paid in the last three years of signing this contract to pull out all the rats that are traitors to America and that don't help the middle class that are the working poor that's That's all that I can come to the conclusion of because it's been absolute hell for me and there's been no relief. They haven't physically harmed me, but they tried last fall. They targeted my bank after providing a free therapy experience for veteran and first responder medical providers. They were so jealous that I got all these organizations to do it for free. they charge a lot of money for research so then it changes how they operate things they didn't like that I was changing how they operate things the Lord is the the ultimate source of everything so if he says that I'm to do something I am obedient to him now they tried they targeted my bank account they stripped me of all my financial resources last fall and then they, tried, they on purpose sent me a fake opportunity to be a brand ambassador. And then they strategically set it up to connect me with my US representative, whether it was some Republican politician. I never met this man before. I don't even know if he was a real human being or if they were just trying to get me arrested with all the January 6th nonsense. But the Lord told me to stop all things and to make a post, make it sound so believable. He gave me word for word exactly what to post that I was going to commit suicide because of what they had done. They had on purpose sent Bill Dolan to me to find out and get it on recording what organization I married into. I didn't want to talk to him. I told him, I said, I do not want to talk to you. But they were all worried that I was going to kill myself and I was more valuable to steal from than I would be dead to them. So they had him call me. And I asked him for a job. I said, I need money. I need a job. I didn't ask for money as a handout from him. I asked for a job. And he started interviewing me. He said, well, you're, you know, I Yeah, I do remember telling you about this seven-figure sales position he had revealed to me months before. He couldn't deny it because he was trying to use me and get my connections for free. Now, when I asked for help, he started interviewing me. He wasted a lot of my time over the course of a week or two. I have all everything documented. I interviewed with him, and then he had one of his... I think producers or something in his car and he had it on the bluetooth speaker. So then he introduced me over the phone to one of his team members. He was in process starting to hire me and then then he had a FaceTime call with Bill Clinton and he told him on purpose not to hire me. The Lord revealed that conversation to me in my prayer time because I was fasting and praying. And asking the Lord to turn the situation around because I was obedient to him. I did what I was supposed to do. And these people threatened Bill Dolan, a Christian. They threatened to out his homosexual private life. I believe he is a true believer. But he made a decision. To not help me at all. To not hire me at all in the middle of an emergency when he saw my post and he was concerned that I might harm myself. He made the decision to not help me at all. Because they threatened him and I imagine they probably threatened his family. He, t- he stood up for me in that phone call. FaceTime. He stood up for me and he said, Aaron tried to get a job with me to help me grow my business. I only promised you guys that I would get information if it was a threat to American security. They've lied to everybody in order to steal from me. They don't give a fuck about any values or virtues. The Lord, the Lord favors his children. The Lord gives supernatural spiritual gifts to his children that are unexplainable out of this world. Because we don't desire to keep our wealth to ourselves. We desire to help people and to spread the love of the Father. Love is the most powerful force in the world. And he reminds me that that is true every single day dang power what helped me get through that season last fall was there was a, 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 a black elderly person she was waving at me as I was told by the Holy Spirit to go to somewhere I was going to take an errand run I was on my last few dollars of gas literally and I couldn't receive any assistance from my mom because I knew they were trying to find my location so I couldn't even make phone calls That's how in dire need I was of help and I finally was like well I gotta get some of these bills paid otherwise they're gonna shut my phone down so I did make some phone calls but that day this lady waved me down and I turned around because the Holy Spirit said to go and talk to her I said ma'am I'm sorry I I saw you waving but I was on my way somewhere else but then the, the Lord told me to turn around are you okay she says I'm trying to get a ride for my granddaughter I raise her as my own daughter. She's trying to get to her job. The Lyft cars they keep canceling the ride, so I'm trying to get my my granddaughter a ride to work. I said, "Oh, she needs a, a ride to work." She says, "Yeah, the Lyft keeps canceling all the rides." I said, "Okay." She said, "I'll give you gas money if you could take her." I said, "Sure, okay." I said, "Do you want to ride with me, just so you know who she's ride with?" She said, "Sure, yeah, I'll ride with you." I said, "And then I'll I'll drop you right back off." So she gave me some gas money. It wasn't what she would have paid on Lyft, but it was something. I needed money. I was in an emergency situation, so I told her what I was going through just a little bit. I said, "Um, they targeted my bank account. I said, I have no idea how they did it, but my bank account's negative $6,000. I got zero income, zero job. I'm applying for jobs, but you got to have money to get to interviews. I'm applying for jobs. I'm walking to places, applying for jobs. So I said, this could help me out. She says, okay, well, yeah. We don't have a bus system for her school. So if you want, if you want, you can, um, we can uh, do, you know, rides to school for a couple couple days a week, whatever, or after school program. I said, that sounds good. Yeah, just let me know. So I gave her my number. And then she started saying too much over the phone. So I was like, no, 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 no. You can't be talking about this stuff, no. So I was trying to train her what not to say, what to say, what not to say. And she started asking too many questions about my husband. I said, no, I ain't telling nothing about my husband. I don't talk about my husband. He told me not to talk about him. So then she started <laughs> getting closed off about her thing. But it helped me for a short season to get from A to B. To help me not run out of all funds altogether. These people targeted my post office. I tried to update my mailing address, and they targeted, they said, you moved too many times, and they quoted some federal law that I couldn't change my address that many times. They harassed me from every organization possible that they could harass me from. They marked me. That's what my husband told me when I first met him in 2020, when I tried to turn my computer in as evidence to the, to the, to the GBI. They had been called and told that I was mentally insane. Or worse, that I was involved in some crimes or something. They made up some bullshit lies because I refused to join their cult that abduct and sacrifice children in private. The Epstein Island scandal is real. And they tried to get me to join their cult. They are the richest of the richest people in the world. staying power. If you know who you belong to, you know who you don't belong to. And I belong to the Lord above all lords that loves and cares for all of his children. And I've had to deal with a bunch of BS from evil, nasty people because they wanted me to join their cult. And then they got upset that I wouldn't join them. So then they just tried to have me killed and destroyed my life. Every single aspect of my life. Anytime I did anything that was what the Lord told me to do, then they attacked me. 16 days left, motherfuckers. Every single one of these people. They've traced all the illegal activities. And if they're in the U.S., that's treason. Instant death is what they're eligible for. If they have been involved in harming the children, instant death. What's that, father? He says, say his full name. talk about Chris, former private chef of Tony Robbins you want me to say that? the Lord said he is involved in the Illuminati very closely connected to Tony he doesn't work for him anymore Tony was involved a long time how many years 27 years he was involved the Lord convicted Tony's heart right around his 60th birthday I'm not sure exactly how old he was but the Lord convicted him and he started speaking the truth about Jesus Christ You have to understand, the New Testament was written, most of it was written from Paul, who used to be Saul, who killed Christians. Anybody can come back to the Father. Anybody can repent of their ways and do good and contribute in positive ways to the Father's purpose. doesn't mean there won't be consequences, though, for the decisions made. You don't get to cover up the truth. The Lord reveals things to me that are unexplainable. I heard Tony speak very boldly about the love of the Father and Jesus Christ. And he gave a call to action in Nashville, Tennessee when I went to a business public speaking event. It was a two-day event I paid tickets for. Gary Vaynerchuk was there. Damon John spoke on stage. He gave a really cool rap. Of his like life story. It was like a poem kind of thing. Um, And there was probably like 15 or 20 other speakers. Maybe more. Maybe less. There was a a burn victim. He was like survivor of. I don't know. It was like 85% burns. It was an incredible story. He was really good with money. And so he taught us how to think differently. Out of the box. He said I was really good about growing my money. But when I was almost killed, it completely shifted what I thought was important in life and so he didn't want to waste any time and stuff that guy created another event free event um, over at the Grand Ole Opry for two days in one of their meeting halls and I met a lady there and a gentleman and I launched my second business from that event there was a gentleman I stood next to and he said, I don't know why, but something's telling me I need to learn Instagram from you. And that sealed the deal. And I said, it's interesting you say that because I was thinking about starting a social media management company where I teach people um, how to grow their brands online. He said, really? I'd love for you to teach my team. He was a, a broker in the real estate industry. And uh, my price was too high. I didn't know what to price it back then. And so now that's actually too low for what I do because I learned the messaging of what I'm able to do. I save you 1,200 hours a year minimum to help you grow your brand online and in person so you could do more of what you love it takes some time it takes some iterations to get to your seven second elevator pitch the Lord has grown me very confidently in a variety of areas that I never imagined he would grow me I'm very particular about my second business of who I allow to learn from me because I will not give anyone that's involved in the Illuminati 1200 more hours to do more harm in the world So that is an invite only. After I study people's brands for a while and I see what they're doing. Now I have allowed for some of my people that I've known since I was in high school, a veteran spouse, didn't even realize that my dance partner from high school, from the music company, that his dad was in the military. I never knew. He never talked about it. His mom took my workshop recently was one of the people that helped me after my car accident stopped me from getting back to my job. I serve real people that have real purposes that are clear on their mission. And I help a lot of people that don't have money. I've helped a lot of people that did have a lot of money in the last five and a half years that chose to just steal my ideas from me or just chose to be fake friends to me, to get free information off of me. It is what it is. The Lord allowed me to give some things for free away, and now He's raising my values and my standards. Nobody will get anything for free from Mary Nicole unless the Lord tells me it is something that I will do for free. I desire that our annual event will be like a Joyce Myers event, where it will be free for people to show up from a variety of faith systems, a variety of uh, musical interests, To hear from public speakers, to hear different styles of music, how to spread more love around the world, to be love ambassadors. I desire for that to be fully paid for through donations, through um, uh, people's ties throughout the year, and through the sales of uh, a variety of my services and products that people can purchase. I desire that. We will see what actually happens in reality. I have seen how the rich don't really care for the poor. That talk about feeding the poor. I was invited on LinkedIn to a private prayer group. 10,000 of the richest of the richest supposedly Christians from all over the world. that Tony Robbins and Pastor Joel Osteen, head up. Their head person for the U.S. is a chaplain of the military. Kevin, he attended our final concert in our launch year of Air Nicole Ministries. He wasted my time on a 30-minute call, and then he wanted to have another 30-minute call when he told me what the focus was, was to feed the homeless. And so I started executing, feeding the homeless. I said, I need money to feed the homeless. He was a stopping block. He did not assist me. He chose to be a poor leader. He was more focused on doing live stream sermons and not actually helping the poor in the middle of the pandemic. So I went out to my local food bank and I used my own credit card. Aaron Nicole Ministries credit card that has been since shut down from the Illuminati when they illegally hacked into Regents Bank last fall. I did it with my hero of 2020 before we got married. We fed 50 families. We got dog food because one of my Lyft customers recommended it to me. He said a lot of these homeless people are homeless because their dog breed doesn't qualify for housing even though it is a dog for PTSD it is their service animal and they are homeless because their service animal doesn't qualify for their housing so they are denied housing even though their mental illness protects them from allowing to keep their dog the dog is the only one that they trust because a lot of organizations fail them we're gonna be changing a lot of laws lot of laws are going to be changed to benefit people with mental health conditions. I can't wait to be a part of the positive history changing experience. 16 days, we're going to be signing exclusive contracts, my husband and I. He owns every title that I own. Our money is 100% shared. All of my inventions before I married him, he owns it all with me. All of the therapies all of the music everything we are your global ambassadors for mental health and we are the first in history chief spiritual officers of America we won't try to cram religion down your throat if you desire to not have any faith practice not worship anything that's your choice that's your freedom of religion but no one, no one is going to block me from making money on purpose in America and try to ruin my reputation and slander my name and get away with it because of my religion. It's not a religion. It's a relationship and that, that is what I can't wait to teach people. I can't wait to be a better teacher. I can't wait to not have a foul mouth. He's he's going to clean me from the inside out. I've, I've had to deal with a bunch of nasty men my whole life. And there have been a small handful of good men that have covered and protected me, and those those men I will remember positively forever. I can't wait. In 16 days I get to see the U.S. Marine veteran that was a part of my original move happy program that told me Aaron you will be sharing this with other people this is way bigger than this hospital he had the gift of vision because he was a C-level executive in the securities industry and he saw something within me that I didn't see within myself he encouraged me multiple times before I left the hospital he knew I had gotten engaged He knew the engagement ended after I lost my promotion. I didn't say a lot of things. I was joyful and I was kind and I served other people. And I was hurting in that time. I was really hurting. And he stepped up to check in on me and to encourage me to not give up. I can't wait to see that man and all of these Presidents that are alive at the first ladies will be honored to meet him Because I wouldn't be here if it wouldn't have been for his words of encouragement When I called the suicide hotline After I'd lost all rational thought from a birth control implant It was his words that I was reminded by the Holy Spirit reminded me of his words on that call, and I started speaking to my angel Michael about this man that encouraged me to share it. And then, my angel that's what they call themselves uh, that are kind of like mental health coaches on the suicide hotline he started encouraging me to focus on my business and we started strategizing what I needed to do I said well I was a part of a direct sales company and the leader of that company said that you have to trademark your brand so I believe that's the next step to protect my branding so then I researched after that phone call I researched for hours how to properly trade mark my brand how to get a logo designed on a budget And how to get it trademarked, how to pick the right category of trademark, which is what lawyers are paid a lot of money to do for you. I didn't have the money, so I did it myself. I've done every single step of this journey by myself with a little bit of assistance when I started to gain some good income from day jobs to where I could allocate some of my money. I've been extremely frugal with my spending. And I focused on my faith first, family second, friends third. I've sacrificed a lot in the last five and a half years, and it will be all worth it. And I will see my husband again. I don't know if he'll still want to be married to me or not, but till death do us part, he can't fake that he didn't marry me. And he's on the interview with my mother. And he was on his own interview on my show because he told me he would be. And he got permission from his organization to, be, to have his voice on the interview with my mom. She, he wasn't on the camera. But you can hear him edify my mother on that podcast and vlog interview. But the team that looks out for us, they had to hide my channel change the channel name so that nobody could erase content because so many people erased all of my stuff just to be digital bullies professional hackers paid from our government leaders because they wanted somebody else that would be a Pinocchio and allow them to pull the strings behind the scenes I won't be bought out. No one, no one can tame this wild beast that I am, except for the Lord above all Lords and my husband. I will see him. I will see Oprah Winfrey. I will look her in the face and I will tell her that the Lord forgives her if she asks for forgiveness for joining this Illuminati cult 17 years ago. Beyonce, I know she's involved in it as well. The Lord will forgive her as well if she repents to Him and comes back to the Father. That is why she lost $800 million. They do not care. They do not care about anyone in their organization. Her father refused to bow down to Baphomet, and he cost her $800 million. I'm going to give her an opportunity to be a part of the Resiliency Queen song and she will have 33% ownership of the royalties for life if she helps write the bridge is an authentic person on the song, not just someone who bullied her way into getting added to a song because that's what my brother told me, that's what a lot of these artists do they don't really write their own music They just threaten the smaller artists to get their name added to it. It's a money-making scam that the music industry does. They're not going to be doing that anymore. If they do, they're going to get caught. We're going to start doing things honestly, with integrity, especially if you live in America. I am your chief spiritual officer. And the Lord does not like liars or deceivers and America was built from true believers that believed in the freedoms and a lot of people lost their lives anytime slavery came into play indentured servants a lot of people lost their lives during the Revolutionary War. Slavery, Civil War, a lot of people lost their lives. You don't want to have another Civil War. Or maybe you do. Those of you listening that live overseas that would love to take over America, I imagine you would love for us to have a Civil War. But we are on to your games. CCP, we are very knowledgeable. I've learned a lot about your organization. And the Lord reveals visions to me. It's how I have continued to have staying power. Father's given me another verse. I love it. Colossians 2, 3. In whom are hidden all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. Keep reading, Father. I tell you this so that no one may deceive you by fine-sounding arguments, for though I am absent from you in body, I am present with you in spirit, and delight to see how orderly you are, and how firm your faith in Christ is. Yes, Father. So then, just as you received Christ Jesus as Lord, continue to live in him, rooted and built up in him, strengthened in the faith. As you were taught, and overflowing with thankfulness. See to it that no one takes you captive through hollow and deceptive philosophy, which depends on human tradition and the basic principles of this world, rather than on Christ. For in Christ, all the fullness of the deity lives in bodily form, and you have been given fullness in Christ, who is the head over every power and authority. In Him, You were also circumcised in the putting off of the sinful nature, not with the circumcision done by the hands of men, but with the circumcision done by Christ, having been buried with him in baptism and raised with him through your faith in the power of God, who raised him from the dead. When you were dead in your sins and in the uncircumcision of your sinful nature, God made you alive with Christ, he forgave us all our sins, having canceled the written code with its regulations that was against us and that stood opposed to us. He took it away, nailing it to the cross, and having disarmed the powers and authorities, he made a public spectacle of them, triumphing over them by the cross. Therefore, do not let anyone judge you by what you eat or drink, or with regard to a religious festival." a new moon celebration, or a Sabbath day. These are a shadow of the things that are to come. The reality, however, is found in Christ. Do not let anyone who delights in false humility and the worship of angels disqualify you for the prize. Such a person goes into great detail about what he has seen, and his unspiritual mind puffs him up with idle notions. He has lost connection with the head, from whom the whole body supported and held together by its ligaments and sinews grows as God causes it to grow since you died with Christ to the basic principles of this world why as though you still belonged to it do you submit to its rules do not handle do not taste do not touch these are all destined to perish perish with use because they are based on human commands and teachings. Such regulations, indeed, have an appearance of wisdom with their self-imposed worship, their false humility, and their harsh treatment of the body, but they lack any value in restraining, sensual indulgence. Keep reading? Okay, chapter 3. Since then you have been raised with Christ, Creator, here there is no Greek or Jew, circ- excuse me, circumcised or uncircumcised, barbarian, uh, Scythian, slave or free, but Christ is all, and is in all. Therefore, as God's chosen people, holy and dearly loved, clothe yourselves with compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Bear with each other and forgive. And as you sing psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs with gratitude in your hearts to God, and whatever you do, whether in word or deed, do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. Wives, submit to your husbands as it, as is fitting in the Lord. Husbands, love your wives and do not be harsh with them. Children, obey your parents in everything for this pleases the Lord fathers do not embitter your children or they will become discouraged slaves obey your earthly masters in everything and do it not only when their eye is on you and to win their favor but with sincerity of heart and reverence to the Lord whatever you do work at it with all your heart as working for the Lord not for men since you know that you will receive an inheritance from the Lord as a reward. It is the Lord Christ you are serving. Anyone who does wrong will be repaid for his wrong, and there is no favoritism. Yes, Father. If you desire to have a personal relationship with the Lord above all lords, where you can reach out to him for any anything, any concern, any... Joyful thing you'd like to share, anything he desires to have a relationship with you, it's free. No one can sell it to you and you can't earn it. Repeat after me Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for this gift of salvation. I cannot earn it or buy it. You give it freely to those who believe in you and your Son, Jesus Christ. Father, I make mistakes, I am a sinner. I admit it, but I don't desire continuing to live in that sinful nature. Father, please come into my heart and convict me. Show me when I am making poor decisions how I can make better ones. Give me your discernment. Thank you for this gift of salvation, Father. I I receive it. In your heavenly name, I pray. Amen. If you just prayed that prayer for the first time, we want to welcome you to the family. Your next step is to get plugged into a Bible-based church. In person, not online. The internet will be shut down November 17th, 2023. I don't know how long the internet will be shut down, but I do know that the white hats that look out for families, they are tired of all of the evil people that are harming and abducting children, women and men. To sell their organs off to the highest bidder in the rich society or to drink their blood in private to stay looking younger. So the internet will be shut down to stop their behaviors. They will get worse. They will get way worse. They will get go into panic mode. And then they will start attacking each other because the people that they've promised payments to, they won't be able to pay them because the bank accounts will be shut down because the internet is controlling the banks. So get plugged into a Bible-based church in person And see if you can uh, volunteer in that church community And if there are first responders or veterans in that church body Communicate with them what you've heard from our message And ask them um, to help prepare for protecting the children Protecting families And to be able to communicate Because phone lines will not be working I don't know what will work Walkie-talkies might work a couple miles difference. But besides that, I don't think that, I don't know. I I, I don't have those skill sets. So reach out to first responders and speak to them. Reach out to veterans, speak to them, and plan for worst case scenarios. And if you have children, look for programs at churches that offer programs for kids. And um, maybe look for instruments to get them plugged into music. That's a very powerful tool to keep their minds on positive things. And uh, coloring books are great. Crossword puzzles are great. Uh, Books, you can get books from the library. They're free as long as the Internet works. As soon as the Internet doesn't work, they might have to go old school and check books out with stamps, right? I I grew up before the Internet was readily available to society. So uh, I bring you some old school truths and... Reach out to the elderly population. They will be your, your resources for non-internet things. Okay. Um, anything else, Father? You want me to ask for anything? Okay. He says, yes, go ahead and donate any amount. You feel led to Aaron Nicole Ministries, our nonprofit arm for veterans and first responders. Um, you can donate any amount. Just go to uh, org. That's E R I N n-i-c-o-l-e-m-i-n-i-s-t-r-i-e-s dot o-r-g and uh, you can donate any amount there Uh, we do appreciate any and all donations I don't get a notification on anything unless I log into the device and it's got a bunch of steps for security reasons to keep it locked down since they already got my first bank account shut down illegally and they created fake bank accounts in my name, in my device, remotely while I was asleep last fall. They are doing everything possible to ruin me and to profit off of me, to rape me in every single angle possible. And the Lord doesn't like that. I just read it to you in Colossians. Nothing is hidden from Him, so everything will be repaid times 10. We've got 16 days left. Anything else, Father? Anything else? Say that again, Father. Reach out to the children in your community. Let them. Let them know. They will be okay. Let them know that they will be alright. right. Get, he's talking about getting them laughter. Getting them joyful activities. It's the children and the elderly that are most at risk right now for mental health concerns. Because children can't control who they grew up from. They can't control where they're living. And our elderly, they've lived long enough. So their minds are more sensitive. We're supposed to protect the vulnerable. So if you can volunteer do it or if you can work in the school systems and um... start preparing the people that you trust to prepare for the internet shutting down um, tell as many people as you believe and with kids uh, start preparing them to get off of their devices if they have smart devices many kids have smart devices or smart watches that are geo-targeted right? it's the marketing is to protect the families so, so the parents know where their kids are at but how what happens when an evil organization hacks in to that smart device and finds your child using the device that you thought was using to protect them you have to be careful I would get rid of all smart watches that are on children I wouldn't I wouldn't use it at all old school get them a whistle old school. Teach them and show them where all the first responders offices are at if they're in an emergency. My eldest nephew had to use it in an emergency when someone broke into their house when they lived in Seattle. My oldest sibling trained him if, if for worst case scenario because he's a veteran. He trained him. He said if there's an emergency you go up, you run up to the fire station up the street. So my nephew was probably 10 years old and he ran and he told the fire the fire people that someone had broken into their house and was beating the crap out of my brother while high on some illicit drug because my brother decided to protect a woman my family has been targeted from evil spiritual attacks for a long time, and sometimes people step into their own crises by helping those in need. Our first responders, they put themselves at risk every single day. And many of them drive those vehicles home. So then their homes are targeted, their families are targeted. So we need to make sure we cover, pray, and protect our first responders. And ask them how you could be of service to them when the internet goes down because their mental illness They are ten times more likely to contemplate or complete the deed of suicide The person I worked with yesterday all day. Excuse me two days two days, Friday all day Has been doing it for nine years. He's definitely burned out. I can tell he's experiencing PTSD. I Was just observing he's cool. He's hard-working. He's he's a veteran But he's burned out. He said, there's been many days where I've desired to just walk off the job. There's so much bureaucracy and we're added a lot of extra responsibilities and they haven't compensated us for it. A lot of extra responsibilities. So that means that our first responders could use some help and they might not even know what they need. This person didn't have a spiritual or religious practice at all. He told me that towards the end of our 12 hours together. But I think he enjoyed the day with me or at least he tolerated me. I didn't try to get too religious. I just tried to just observe and ask questions and he talked all day. I hope that he enjoyed um, opening up and being honest because I was myself. I was honest as well. And I honestly desire to pray for our first responders. That's what the Lord told me to do during this season for me. That's all I can do. And I told him about my car accident and how I did have a day job. But it stopped all income, and he said, yeah, my mom was in a car accident, too, and they tried to give her a terrible settlement. I said, yeah, don't do it. Get it. Have her get a lawyer. And I told him, I said, the revenue of the companies involved for the insurance companies, their revenue is available online. They made $10 billion in the last 12 months. They're being cheap. I said, don't let them be cheap for your mom. He's like, oh, no, I'm not going <laughs> to. I look out for people regardless of their faith or choice of faith or lack of faith because my relationship with the Father compels me to do good to others. I don't have a cutoff switch, so I'm learning to set boundaries to save my energy for myself, to take care of me as well. I've had to deal with all this bullshit in the last year and a half without my husband, of which I married last year, my hero of 2020. He and I married. After a year of me... Focusing on the ministry that the Lord told me to grow and dating a couple losers. Then he came back into my life and he told me he had a big retirement from the government. And I said, let's sign a prenup so no one thinks I'm a gold digger. But I would like to give you my love and help you in your last few years of life. To give you dignity in your last few years. That's what Mother Teresa did for people in hospice. Now, he wasn't in hospice. He could care for himself, but there would be a point in time where he would eventually not be able to. And I knew he trusted me. And I trusted him. We rolled together off-grid when the richest of the richest people tried to kill me. And then they paid to have us both killed. (laughs) It's been absolute hell. These last three years. It's been absolute hell. That's the truth. That's the damn truth. I got no reason to lie to you. And I still choose to do good. And I'm working on not being angry at these people that paid to have me killed because the Lord told me to love my enemies. That's what Jesus said to do. Oh, he's given me a verse for you. Or maybe it's for me. I don't know. <laughs> James. It's after Hebrews. James 2, five. Listen, my dear brothers. Has not God chosen those who are poor in the eyes of the world to be rich in faith and to inherit the kingdom? he promised those who love him but you have insulted the poor is it not the rich who are exploiting you are they not the ones who are dragging you into court are they not the ones who are slandering the noble name of him to whom you belong on top of not having income since July 8th on top of dealing with a car accident well Medical providers have denied me access to appointments and the insurance company refusing to pay for even the $50 copay for the x-rays. I'm having to go to court on false charges. I was falsely arrested from a previous boss that owes me $11,400 when she ignored me when I had concerns about abuse of her child, her youngest child, from her oldest sibling she ignored me verbally multiple times I tried to bring it up to her and then I emailed her because my landlord told me cover your ass get it digitally time-stamped she gave me good advice then she still waited a week to respond to that email because she is so burned out from all the court cases she's so angry at our government and her ex for her own choices of marrying him way too quickly telling him lies to lose the parenting rights for her, the first father of her eldest. So the second stepfather adopted her. Then she cheated on him. She was unfaithful to a veteran, got him kicked out of the military after she punched him first. He lost his veteran status. He got kicked out of the military because he fought her back when she punched him first. And now she's trying to get his parenting rights lost. She is repeating patterns of the past. She is mega rich. And she stole $11,400 from me and told the authorities that I was harassing her when I asked for my fucking money. 16 days left. I will be meeting all the presidents. And the First Lady Soper Winfrey, Tony Robbins, Sage Robbins, on Pastors Joel and Victoria Osteen. I don't know if I said Beyonce. Beyonce and Jay-Z. My mother will be in the room. She's had to deal with all this bullshit. Just listening to the brief amounts that I've shared with her because I haven't tried to overwhelm her because I know she's going through dementia, Alzheimer's. She hasn't been diagnosed, but I've heard her tell stories of the past inaccurately she's lived a a very hard life. She's been obedient in her faith. She has chosen a meek life and it says in the Beatitudes that the meek shall inherit the earth. Now my previous boss invited me to move in rent-free before she moved in her boyfriend after one date and prostituted him an active duty officer of the military for my job. Then she was so excited about her new relationship. I told her, I said, he wants to move you up to Michigan. I just met him first day. He told me that. He knew. He wanted to marry her right away. Love is blind. She said, would you move up to Michigan with us? I said, no. I believe the Lord desires for me to stay here. I'm. Thank you for thinking of me. She said, I'll pay you triple. I said, what? She says, as soon as my court case is done, I'm going to be very rich. I'm suing the government. I said, okay. She said, I'll pay you triple, please. I can't do this without you, Erin. I was so good at my job. She was willing to move me up and pay me triple. Things aren't lining up. How? How did she get me arrested for harassment when she was asking me to move with her to Michigan after her divorce got finalized? because boyfriend started telling her he could help save her money and stole my job. He was that broke from his divorce that I imagine going overseas had caused his second wife, whom he has a child with in Michigan, to divorce him. He wanted to move his future wife and her two girls up to Michigan so that he could have all his kids in the same area. But he neglected to be respectful to me. And he ignored child abuse allegations. He was my eyewitness in that room. And he is a mandated reporter in the military. All military personnel are mandated reporters. All Tennessee citizens our mandated reporters. He ignored me. She ignored me. Father asked me. Father of the youngest child and adopted father of the oldest had asked me to be an eyewitness in court. I asked her to schedule a meeting with the guardian at Lydham, because child abuse allegations were on both sides of the family. And I had heard from an actual person doing child abuse investigations with CPS. My former address in the state line apartments, Shantika, told me they were overwhelmed with all the child abuse cases from the pandemic, from the forced shutdown and the increases in alcohol sales. I imagine lots of abuse occurred when people were forced to isolate indoors with their families. She said we can't even handle all of the cases that we are we were given. She doesn't do that anymore. She's a psychologist in a school now. Cuz I followed up with her when I was considering moving back to those places. Cuz Uh, On top of all of the other things I've already listed I'm going through, I have to move out by the end of this month. So I will be homeless for a fourth time in three years if this meeting doesn't take place on the 17th and I'm given proper housing and you fix all the fuck-ups you've caused because of this contest. I did the right thing. I did the legal thing and I did what was right according to what the Lord told me to do for these girls. I emailed the schools because CPS DHS services is involved in trafficking. How do I know that? Because of my ride along on Friday for 12 hours with the police department in my county. One of the patrons that we went to help out with she told all of us she was trafficked from the DHS it is happening in America wake up my court date is October 9th. I imagine my former boss will be in that room ready with all kinds of lies and changing her story around I wouldn't be surprised if she was paid from this Illuminati cult a lot of money to damage my reputation. So, I have a binder full of evidence of the last year and a half of bullshit I've had to go through. And I'm prepared. And I've already invited the news reports. I've already invited the Jewish committee because I am a descendant of King David. And if you keep going through that line, I'm a descendant of Jesus Christ. I'm in the bloodline of Jesus Christ. I make good decisions in difficult circumstances, no matter what. Because the Lord fights my battles for me. Now, my lawyer provided from the judge. not a public defender because she already used That office, my former boss, that got me falsely arrested and wasted $260 of my mother's money from my father, my dead father's pension fund, to send me in an emergency when I'm a veteran spouse and my husband and I, our lives were threatened last year. That's the only reason why I can't communicate with him at all, because of the lies that our government leaders have told about President Trump and all of his team members because many of them are involved in the Illuminati I have invited all news reports the Jewish committee and anyone available to sit in that courtroom and record it all to make sure everybody stays accountable my lawyer provided from the judge I met with him and he told me let's not fight this on principle I said, what are you saying? I'm not understanding all this legal language you're you're stating. He doesn't want me to fight it because he knows that the county fucked up. They arrested me when this woman should have been put in prison two years before I met her, leaving a loaded gun. But she has money, so they have shown her favoritism. The Lord fights my battles for me. She pretends to be a Roman Jew, Christian. She invited me to church where she forced her daughter to get baptized for a sweatshirt so she could post the photo on Facebook because the mayor follows her account. She is the epitome of fake. And the Lord doesn't like fake. The Lord doesn't like deceivers and he especially doesn't like people that are fake believers. staying power it's been the worst absolute worst three years for me but I have a big responsibility with my husband we are responsible for 1.56 billion people so this woman is a little gnat little tiny speed bump to the rest of my destiny and she and her husband and her boyfriend will all be held accountable for their actions, their lack of actions in protecting children. Anything else, Father? He says, sing it with some class. Don't forget to tell someone you love them today. And we'll see you next time.